0: Welcome to Building a Life of Prayer with Pastor David Beatty of River Oaks Community Church, taking you through the prayers of the Bible so that you can grow in your confidence and enjoyment of prayer. Thank you for joining me today as we talk about building a life of prayer by the study of prayer throughout the Bible. Today I'm going to be reading Psalm 65, and I'll start by reading the heading of the psalm of the first four verses. We read, To the choir master, a psalm of David, a song. "'Praise is due to you, O God, in Zion, and to you shall vows be performed. O you who hear prayer, to you shall all flesh come. When iniquities prevail against me, you atone for our transgressions. Blessed is the one you choose and bring near to dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, the holiness of your temple.'" So, King David begins this beautiful psalm, Psalm 65, by noting that praise is due to God in Zion. It's a reminder that regardless of how we feel, despite what our circumstances are, God is always worthy of our praise. He is unchanging. And it's always good to begin our times of prayer with a focus on the unchanging greatness of God, the one to whom we pray. In verse 2, David addresses God with these words, "O you who hear prayer. What a wonderful way to speak of God because he's the only one who hears and can answer our prayers. In verse 3, David says something that's especially important when he writes, When iniquities prevail against me, you atone for our transgressions. The message of the gospel of Jesus Christ is that God himself has taken the responsibility to atone for our sins. Jesus, the Son of God, took our place on the cross to take our judgment so that we could be forgiven. And then in verse 4, David says, Blessed is the one you choose and bring near to dwell in your courts, and certainly those who've come to know Jesus through faith in him are blessed because God has brought us to himself. The psalm continues in verses 5 through 8 by speaking of God's great strength and power, his greatness. David writes in verse 5, By awesome deeds you answer us with righteousness, O God of our salvation, the hope of all the ends of the earth and of the farthest seas. David goes on in the psalm to write of God, Uh, establishing the mountains, God stilling the roaring of the waves of the sea. He speaks of the greatness of God and his power. And then in the next section of the psalm, verses 9 through 13, David speaks of God's great sustaining grace. He speaks of God as the one who cares for the earth and provides for us. We read in verse 9, you visit the earth and water it. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. You provide their grain, for so you have prepared it. You water its furrows abundantly, settling its ridges, softening it with showers and blessing its growth. You crown the year with your bounty. Your wagon tracks overflow with abundance. The pastures of the wilderness overflow. The hills gird themselves with joy. The meadows clothe themselves with flocks. The valleys deck themselves with grain. They shout, And sing together for joy. In other words, David is saying, God provides everything this earth needs, and the earth itself gives praise to the Lord. The conclusion, then, uh, at the beginning of the psalm is found in verse 1 Praise is due to you, O God, in Zion. Praise is due to God because He hears prayer because he has atoned for our iniquities, because he has brought us to himself, because of his great strength, power, and greatness, and because of his sustaining grace over the earth and over his people. Would you join me as we pray today? Father, we come today in the name of Jesus, and we give you great praise, first and foremost because you have made provision for our sins that Jesus bore our judgment to bring us to you How we thank you for letting us know you. Thank you for your provision of all areas of our lives, and we give you praise this day in your great name. Amen.